I've been able to give this pitch about Lifester a thousand times over, but it's always something in the back of my head about failing. Um, but with entrepreneurship, you can't be afraid to fail. And I believe that when you have a dream, you have to just go for it. And this was a dream of mine for so many years. And I've, that's what I have every single time I give a pitch in front of people. Um, you have to follow your dreams and not be afraid to fail. If that is a small competition in front of 20 students or if that's in front of um, three investors, you have to take that fear away in order to get closer to your goals. And that's exactly what I did. That's Bailey Kaufman, a marketing major who won the 2020 EagleWorks Idea Challenge. And the next winner could be you. We've got $1,500 up for grabs on Wednesday, November the 10th. And all you need to compete in the challenge is an innovative idea that solves a problem. And present that idea in the form of an elevator pitch to a panel of judges in 90 seconds or less. Are you up for this challenge? Then let's get right to it. Welcome to the EagleWorks podcast. Today's episode is all about the idea challenge and tips to develop a great elevator pitch. The idea challenge is coming up soon, so mark your calendar for Wednesday, November 10th at 5 p.m. We'll send registration details out soon, so watch Tech Times on the website for more info. Until then, what you need to work on right now is developing a 90-second or less elevator pitch that you'll present during the challenge to a panel of industry experts and successful entrepreneurs. So first things first, what exactly is an elevator pitch? The term elevator pitch refers to the length of time you have to tell someone, maybe a CEO, your future boss, or an investor, about your idea during a brief ride on an elevator. It's a really quick and efficient way to tell someone a little bit about yourself, your idea, and your solution. Obviously, it's important to create a great elevator pitch for the challenge, but it's also important in real life, especially once you graduate and are networking and interviewing. One of the most important things to keep in mind is you have a maximum of 90 seconds to pitch your idea in the challenge. We do that on purpose because that's about the extent of most people's attention span. In the real world, you may never even get 90 seconds of someone's time. So it's got to be super short and to the point. I think it is important to look over what you've researched and to highlight just a few big points that you want to get across to the judges. Like Bailey said, when you start to brainstorm your pitch, think about the most important parts of your idea and your solution. This is not the time to explain how it works. Rather, this is the time to tell someone about yourself, the problem you've identified, and who experiences that problem, and of course, the solution for that problem. And that's it. It's short, compelling, and to the point. In the challenge, the judges are looking at three specific criteria on the EagleWorks rubric. If you're not already aware, we use a seven criteria rubric to judge the annual competition. In our various challenges that lead up to the main competition, we select certain parts of the rubric that pertain to that particular challenge. This is a great way to introduce you to the concepts in the rubric, but not overwhelm you with all the criteria at once. In the case of the idea challenge, the judges will look at three specific criteria. These criteria are problem identified, solution identified, and customer identified. So quite literally, your elevator pitch should address these three criteria and these three only. So let's hear an example of what a winning pitch sounds like and how it addresses the three rubric criteria. Here's Bailey's winning pitch from last year. Hello everyone, my name is Bailey Kaufman and I'm a junior at Tennessee Tech University. Today I will be presenting to you all Lifester. 73 seconds. 
Every 73 seconds, someone is sexually assaulted by the use of a daybreak drug. Hearing these statistics, I was compelled to make a change. And that's why I created Lifestir. Lifestir is a stir to detect daybreak drugs in drinks. It has chemicals infused on each end of the stir and will react with GHB, ketamine, and chlorhydrate. The stir will change colors from black to white to alert the user that their drink has been drugged. I am passionate about reducing the statistics of sexual assault for both men and women around the world. I believe Lifestir will reduce these statistics and create safer social drinking environments. As you've heard, she's covered all the bases. She's identified the problem of drug-induced rape. She articulated who experiences the problem. And then of course she presents her solution, Lifestir. Notice she didn't spend much time discussing how the product actually works. She gave just enough information that you can understand the solution, but she didn't go far into the mechanics or the chemistry. Again, an elevator pitch is not the place for getting into the weeds of how your solution works. As a side note, you don't wanna go into much detail about the how in the big competition either. First, you don't have much time as you only have seven minutes to pitch in April. Second, if you get too technical, you just might confuse the judges or others who hear your pitch. And third, you never wanna give up too much detail so that someone could easily steal your idea or intellectual property. But that's a bigger conversation we'll have in the spring. For now, just focus on creating a short elevator pitch for the challenge in November. When you create your pitch, you wanna physically tell the judges what the problem is. Make them feel and empathize with the problem and understand who this problem affects. In other words, your potential customer. Then you'll wanna talk about the solution to the problem. Is it a product? Is it a service, an app, a medical device? Whatever it is, clearly articulate it to the judges. Again, this is not time to talk about how the idea works from a technical standpoint. Rather, what you really wanna do is create excitement about your solution. Tell the judges why it's creative and why it's innovative and how it solves the problem like nothing else on the market. So how do you actually write a pitch? My best advice for you is twofold. First, attend the elevator pitch workshop on Wednesday, October 27th at 5 p.m. in the Makerspace. We'll take a deeper dive into developing your pitch and we'll have plenty of time to answer questions. And second, don't wait until the 27th to start. Go ahead and work on drafting your pitch now. I suggest to start making a bunch of notes for each of the criteria and think about how you'd like to explain the problem, the customer, and solution. Once you've got all your notes written out, look for redundancies. Do you notice any themes that keep popping up in your notes? If so, try to combine those redundancies to reduce the length of your pitch. Then once you've got all your notes together, write a draft of your script. Then read it out loud a few times. It probably won't be great at first, but keep reading aloud and making adjustments to the script. Decide what works and what doesn't. Do you find certain words are difficult to say? Or maybe it's too long, or maybe the three main points just don't flow together. Just keep reading and making improvements and it will come to you. One thing that can be a little difficult is writing something that translates well into spoken word. As a podcast host and producer, I deal with that constantly. What I find is best for me is once you start reading through it out loud, you can figure out ways to change words and phrases that better fit your natural speaking voice. Something else that helps too is if you'll record yourself and play it back, I guarantee you'll discover additional ways to improve the script. Finally, once the script is to your liking, you need to practice, practice, practice. Practice in the shower, in front of the mirror, on your way to class, anywhere you can practice. Also, you should attend at least one of the two practice sessions. 
where you can practice your pitch with successful entrepreneurs and former judges. Be sure to watch Tech Times on the website for more details. These practice sessions are incredible opportunities to significantly improve your elevator pitch. So make plans to attend at least one, if not both. We have empirical evidence that shows that those who attend practice sessions are the ones who win challenges. This goes for the idea challenge, but also applies to other challenges and the big competition. The main point here is to get really good at reciting your pitch. So practice in your spare time and attend the practice sessions. The challenge will be virtual, so you can have your notes in front of you, but I highly encourage you don't do that. It's only 90 seconds. You should be able to commit this to memory because it will come out so much better and more succinct. It'll also significantly increase your confidence going into the challenge. And speaking of confidence, here's a few tips from Bailey. I think every single time you get up in front of an audience or present in front of a panel of judges, you are improving in smaller increments. So I think um, not only is it helping you with maybe your idea that you have for post-grad, but for your academics and classes right now. Let's talk about the challenge. It's Wednesday, November 10th at 5 p.m. This challenge will be held over Zoom and we'll send out registration details in a link very soon, so watch out for that. On the day of the challenge, you'll be assigned a random order and when your time comes, you'll have 90 seconds to present your elevator pitch to a panel of judges. You don't have to pitch the entire 90 seconds. In other words, there's no minimum time, but we will cut you off if you exceed 90 seconds. We strictly adhere to this rule to enforce fairness for all contestants. Also, we ask that you turn on your camera when you pitch so the judges and other contestants can see you. Once everyone has finished pitching, the judges will leave to deliberate for about 20 minutes and you'll hear from a special guest speaker during that time. The judges will score your elevator pitch on the three points from the rubric that we discussed earlier. As quick review, those are problem identified, customer identified, and solution identified. Once the speaker concludes, the judges will come back and announce the winners. The first place winner will receive a $1,000 scholarship and will have an additional $500 Rural Reimagined scholarship for an idea that could make the most impact in a rural area. A couple quick notes here. We encourage you to compete as a team. You can do this solo, but we find that those who form teams perform better overall in EagleWorks and the challenges. If your team wins a scholarship, the total amount will be divided equally across all teammates. So if you have four teammates and win $1,000, each team member will receive 250. And that's about it. As a quick review, your elevator pitch should last a maximum of 90 seconds and should address the problem, the customer, and the solution. The Idea Challenge will be held virtually on Zoom Wednesday, November 10th at 5 p.m. Registration details are forthcoming. We'll also hold an elevator pitch workshop on Wednesday the 27th at 5 in the Makerspace and two pitch practice sessions thereafter. Be sure to watch Tech Times on the website for more details. And as always, if you have any questions or need anything, hit us up on the contact form on the EagleWorks website. Thanks for tuning in to the EagleWorks podcast. If you haven't already, please share it with your friends and subscribe on Spotify, Apple, Google, Pandora, or your favorite podcast app. This podcast is hosted, written, and produced by me, Michael Akins, director of EagleWorks. We'll be back soon with another episode. We hope to see you at the Elevator Pitch Workshop and Practice Sessions, and we wish you the best of luck in the Idea Challenge.